Nick Dar here with Big Z Media. Hope you enjoy the episodes of Business Over Brew and pleased to have the Riverbend Growth Association as the sponsor of this program. You know, our missions are kind of the same, really. We're uh, attempting to educate people about business, foster business in the Riverbend community. Uh, the Big Z has been a member of the Growth Association forever, probably back to our inception uh, as a company almost. We have always been members of the Growth Association have gotten a lot of benefits from it. There's so many networking opportunities you can take advantage of. I've met so many great people uh, just because I've been a member of the Growth Association and taken advantage of all the events that they have, uh, plus just some of the resources they provide you, the relationships you build, um, just lots of great reasons to join the Growth Association. They do a lot of great things in the community as well. They highlight a different nonprofit every month. Um, so really, they're, they're just invested in the community here and especially the small business community which is what business over brew is really all about which is helping the small business community because it's so important to any community to have a thriving business community and, and the growth association has really helped with that um, if you want more information about joining or events that might be coming up they have events all the time that you should definitely take advantage of I'm going to give you the website to go to. Just head to growthassociation.com. You can get a membership directory. You can see who's taking advantage of it. Um, you can see about the events that are there. Learn more about possibly becoming a member. Um, or if you already are a member, uh, you can find out what's going on with the Growth Association at growthassociation.com. So just again, big thank you to the Riverbend Growth Association for sponsoring Business Over Brew. Welcome to Business Over Brew. Nick Dar here with you. Very pleased to be joined by George McGilvery of McGilvery Fine Portraits. How's it feel to be on the other side of the camera, George? Odd. <laughs> Talk a little bit about your business, how it got started, and then where you are today. Basically, starting was back about 1982, right out of high school. Me and my buddies were going to a lot of car shows, and I decided I needed a camera. About three months later, one of my buddy's neighbors was getting married. Wondering if I could do wedding pictures. And being young and foolish, sure. Kind of just snowballed from there. So you started in, in 1982. Uh, talk about what you remember about getting started and, and I guess hopefully the excitement of starting a new business. I didn't know enough to be scared. Right. You know, it was one of those things. I enjoyed taking pictures. It was all about, I knew the technical stuff. Well, I was learning the technical stuff as I went, but uh, as far as posing and everything, that's gone... 300% different now than it was then. Right. How, how has that changed? Well, back then I was more just documenting the day. Mm -hmm. You know, going around, following people around, basically like a news report, I guess. What, uh, so you knew the technical side of it, you, you like taking pictures. What are some things that maybe you didn't think about from a business standpoint? Dealing with mothers of the bride, usually, <laughs> as far as the wedding part. <laughs> How great I've never that had, was going to be. I've never had a bad bride. Some <laughs> of the mothers have been challenging. Yeah, right. Well, and it's it's it, that process is interesting too because a lot of times, at least back in '82, they weren't seeing what the finished product was going to be. But right. I guess still had to, to give you some input on where mm -hmm. what, you, what you were doing, huh? Absolutely. What uh, what motivates you for success in your business? What you know after doing it for gosh since '82 or. The thing that drives me, I think, is to see the look on people's face when they see the finished product. Mm -hmm. uh, especially like high school seniors. Girl come in to see her final work and say, wow, you made me look good. <laughs> Stuff like that just makes you makes you feel good. Right. 
Um, Technology is obviously a lot different in your business today than it was when you got started. Talk a little bit about that, how it's evolved. <clears throat> I had my studio in Paris, Illinois until 2000, and I closed it when digital started coming in. Mm -hmm. It was going to cost a lot of money to switch over, so I thought it'd be better off to get a real job. Right. I've had several real jobs since then and <laughs> came back to this several years ago. Uh, the big change is in the film days, it cost me a dollar every time I pushed the button. With digital, it's a lot easier to overshoot because it doesn't cost you anything. Sure, right. The, uh, I like the fact that you can turn around quicker your finished product. I don't like that everybody with a phone thinks they're a photographer. Yep, that's for it's, sure. Yep. You know, high school senior pictures have changed tremendously since back in the 90s when I, my heyday. Uh, back then, everybody wanted senior pictures. Right. They don't care anymore. Hmm. I just see a lot of seniors that don't care. They'll have a friend take a few shots with their cell phone. That's what they use. Hmm. That's Mom and dad don't have anything on their wall. <laughs> right. That's, uh, that's, that's interesting. Is there still enough in that? Business to, in, in the senior portrait? I don't know that I'd want to do just seniors. Yeah, sure. Back then I could, I think, but. So back in the 90s, a lot of your business was coming from there. Now it's it's changed. Where is it coming from? Now you, you had to replace that somewhere. I, I do a lot of headshots mm -hmm. and business type stuff. Yeah, uh, I, I was one of them. Yes, so. you were. You do for some new ones, I believe. <laughs> well, then uh, I'd look older. <laughs> I can fix that. Okay, good. That's the other good thing about digital. <laughs> right, yeah. Photoshop's easy. Uh, I will just say, if you looked at look at my any social media profile pics of me, I'm using the the ones you took. That's still, good. So, uh, That's good. Probably about five years ago, I guess. So, and I lost my train of thought. What my next statement? That was. happens a lot on this show. What's the What's the biggest uh, challenge? Oh, you you were talking about. I I can I think I can pick it up for you. You were talking about business headshots and how okay. that's become a bigger part. I started of Started doing a lot of uh, personal branding stuff now. I'm starting to pick it up, trying to introduce it to everybody and get them interested in it. I'm going to spend a day with them and give them enough pictures that they can post daily for a month or so right. on their social media. Well, it's become a lot easier to use those yeah. photos too now than it, than, than it was before mm -hmm. social media and um, websites and the internet and things like that. What, um, what would you say has been the biggest challenge in, in your business? Convincing people that they need a professional photographer. Because mm -hmm. like I said, everybody gets a camera, they're a photographer. And how do you how do you tell that story to to folks that think oh, I got a cell phone? I don't. You got to show them the work and show them a finished product, albums, wall portraits, that kind of thing. Something they're going to have when their son or daughter take off for college because they're not moving back. Mm -hmm. You know, most of the time, hopefully, they don't move back home. Right. So they've got something there on the wall to think of about them every time they sit down and watch television. I would I would think too that somebody that's been doing it for forty years or plus is that that there's. Things, might be old. <laughs> but there's things you know from just from a technical standpoint that the average person has no idea about. What are some of those things? It's a learning, total, constantly learning. Mm -hmm. You know, I still attend conferences, webinars every chance I get. My wife tells me I spend too much time on that stuff. You get off your butt and go out and do some pictures. <laughs> but uh, you got to stay on top of the game. What are some of the latest trends? And from just from a technical standpoint, I'm kind of curious. Uh, everybody's going mirrorless now. I see a mirrorless camera there. I don't have a mirrorless camera yet. Mm -hmm. I haven't been sold on the idea of spending a couple grand to replace my old ones. Right. But, uh, so your, your job obviously requires a lot of technical skills and a lot of technical know-how. What are some other skills that, that you have to have, some attributes you have to have to be successful? you got to have people skills. Sure. To be able to deal with everybody. 
you know, we're all different and mothers of the bride, especially, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I've only had a few bad ones. How do you stay organized in your business and stay on top of, you know, as a, as a business owner, boy, there's a lot to keep track of. So how do you stay on top of all that? I use a Franklin day planner, believe it or not. All right. Yeah. I converted to iPad several years ago, but just the last couple of years, I went back to the paper. There's something about writing it down and crossing it off and, and that whole process too of, uh, if, if you haven't used a Franklin planner, I, I think it's, uh, you, you outline your things to do for the day and then mm -hmm. there's your A priorities and your B priorities and then you number, you know, yep. number those things. Sounds like you've used them. I have used it, yes. <laughs> and it's a great, I think any system is good. Yeah. Um, because a lot of us, and I, I get out of the habit too of not following it, but just the days where you you have things that you do, you have a plan, they typically go a lot better. I think you feel a lot better at the end of the day too. Exactly. Um, so that's been a, a key tool for you, obviously. Um, what do, how do you handle setbacks in your business? You, everybody's had them. And you you got to brush off your knees and get back up and try again. Mm -hmm. That's persistency, I guess. What, one of the things that I find to be challenging is you've got, let's say you've got several shoots planned in a day or you, you know, going from one thing to the next. And maybe the, the one thing you just had was a, a customer that had a complaint or you're not going to please everybody. So going from that or losing a job or something negative and then immediately having to turn it on to kind of be it's just a learned thing i think it's just just a learned learned trait how do you uh, how do you handle conflicts um with clients or I colleagues slam or my fist on the sure, desk i think and that's just... probably the best way to do it. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta take deep breaths yelling and screaming i you gotta think take a lot good. of deep breaths uh, people respond to that you gotta think before you speak and i'm learning that as older i get uh, you this will be a good one for you, I think. How do you balance the personal and professional side? I know your, your wife's obviously in business with you. so We work together quite well. She likes to tell people she has no rules, and I'm old school, and I follow rules. So when we're doing a wedding, she's off doing whatever. Right. She gets some really good stuff, stuff that I wouldn't think of because I'm stuck in the old rules. So have you guys, was it from the get-go that you guys were together in the business, or has that evolved? No, no. That was when I started the business, I was with... Two wives ago. <laughs> uh, and when I quit, I thought it would be save the first marriage if I got a real job and moved out and right. got to work and that didn't help. But anyway, when we started dating, I was taking my iPad around taking pictures. She says, you need a camera again. Big mistake. <laughs> and we got, to, got me one camera. Got you back into it. We went out and started taking scenery pictures and stuff. Next thing I know, I'm walking around watching her take pictures because she's got my camera. Right. So we got her one too. Then when I upgraded to more professional models, a little bit later, I got her one too. And it's it's really grown for her. She's She's got an eye for it. So it sounds like maybe it wasn't necessarily a conscious decision where you sat down and said, okay, we're going to go into business together and we're going to have really some photography wasn't. business. It really it just wasn't. When involved. I moved here, I was working at a business that made me some promises that they didn't keep. And uh, basically, I didn't want to do it anymore. So I said, I'm going to take photography back up. She said, okay. What, uh, what advice do you have for young aspiring entrepreneurs? Or maybe not young necessarily, but new entrepreneurs that might be thinking about going into business? Oh, my best thing I could say would be don't jump into it. Work into it gradually the way I did the first time around. <laughs> Second time, I probably should have stretched out a little longer with where I was at and done a little more part-time to get built up, but 
live and learn. 40 years in, I know you probably still have goals for the business though. What are you, what are you looking at in the next one, three, five years? I don't have a studio here. I do everything on location. Mm -hmm. In Paris, I've got my old home there that's got two rooms set up for camera rooms and it's studio there. Uh, so I'd like to have a studio here where I can have a place for people to come in and look at their pictures, take care of orders, that kind of thing, and do some, have a couple of shooting rooms too. That's my big goal. What would that allow you to do as a, as a business owner that you can't do now? I think it just gives you more credibility with people. Mm -hmm. I had one of the local bankers. How do you think that works not having a studio? Do you think you need a location of storefront? That was a couple of years ago. I said, I don't think I really do, but it's getting to the point where it would help. Um, you, you and I have met at uh, Riverbend Growth Association shows and they're the sponsor of this program. And you, you've really been a You've really taken advantage of a lot of the opportunities that the Growth Association provides. Just talk about what that's meant for your business. It's a really good group. And uh, when I started photography back up, I started looking at the different Chamber of Commerce. I was a member of the Chamber in Paris. I was vice president for a couple of years. And uh, when I was there, everybody would ask, well, what's the Chamber do for me? It doesn't do anything for you. You get out of it what you put into it. And the Growth Association is the same way. Mm -hmm. And when I went and talked to several different ones, Trish was still at the at the Growth Association. Went in and talked to her and sounded good. She pretty much convinced me right there that I wanted to join. Went to a couple of the after hours events and signed up. But uh, it's a lot of networking. Yeah. A lot of good networking. You're right though. It's you, If you just join and don't take advantage of it, it's it's not gonna no. benefit your business all not that not gonna do much, anything so. at all. Uh, You're just writing a check. Right, it's networking. And looking at, and looking at <laughs> newsletters right yeah exactly so well george I really, I really appreciate you coming on the show best of luck to you in the future and just really congratulations this many years in business is a, is a great accomplishment thank you so thank you for, thanks for having me thanks, nick i appreciate it appreciate it thanks george